delightful day at the state fair. I've got my funnel cake and my big turkey leg. What a what a nice day. Hey, wait a second. Russ, is that you? Alan. Yeah, Russ. Alan, what, are, what are you doing? You gotta there? get me down from you gotta get me down from here. Why are you hanging up where one of the big stuffed uh stuffed animals would be as like a prize? Uh Alan, I don't wanna go into it, but Oh god. Um did somebody mistake you for a big stuffed, uh, big plushy version of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid kid? <laughs> so my allergies have been out of control lately. Uh-huh. And I'm puffed up like a balloon, and I do look like a combination of a, um inflatable guitar and a stuffed animal version of Shadow the Hedgehog. The two, the two most popular and edgy two, items that you can win the, at the fair. The two, the two edgiest items you could win at the fair, and um, the and you know I'm just not looking. I can't. I can barely see out of my eyes right now, and and the ragweed is just killing me. The ragweed pollen, and I and guess by I'm ragweed, stumbling. You do mean this? You do mean this joint that I rolled up with a dirty old rag? <laughs> and you're smoking through your elephant ear. I am smoking it through. The, I'm, I turned my my elephant ear thing into a big bong. <laughs> Hell yeah. My funnel cake is uh, one big joint. I just stuffed it inside the funnel. Uh, yeah, so... Um, is that what funnel cake's like? I don't actually know what funnel cake is. Uh, funnel cake, it's like a... Oh my gosh, it's like a pressed waffle, but it's deep fried? I think it's like long strands and stuff. Ugh. Uh, yeah, the it's like the elephant ears voice. twisted cousin. It's the Joker of uh, fair the foods. Jo- yeah, the Batman to the Joker. Usually, when I go to the fair, I just get me a big old turkey leg, or I get uh, a slice of awful pizza, um, or sometimes like a gyro. They usually have gyros or something. Right, right. Did you have you ever seen any of the big old turkeys they make the turkey legs with? Yes, they're usually over in the freak show part of the. Uh, yeah. Well, so is that something that they've had at fairs where where you've lived <laughs> and grown up in, Russ? Is that uh? They have like they still have like a freak show section, but it's usually just like a capybara and a dumpster. Right, like, <laughs> right. Is that a, is no, that, that a thing that they that was did? actually me, Alan? I was the capybara, but okay. the owner here uh, let me <laughs> threw me out in the trash for a while before deciding to take me back in. And unlike capybaras, which are famously able to befriend most animals, uh, you are just infuriating all the other animals in the freak show petting zoo, and they just don't them off. like me. One time, I got to pet a binturong. A binturong? You know, the the famous Asian bear cat that smells like popcorn. Oh my. What about, did you ever see any tapers in their um, penises that are longer than themselves? God, I wish. God, you wish. No, I did see, they did they did have like a miniature horse, and they're like, it's Hercules, the smallest horse in the world. And he did have a boner, and it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. That's brutal shit. It is, it is crazy. I mean, you know what? I usually it's just like this cow has an extra leg and it's sad or like, you know, but a lot of times it's just like, here's a weird animal from another part of the world. And you we're going to tell you that something that it's not. We're going to say yeah. it's a big it's going to say it's a big old rat or something. Look at this fucked up rat. And you're just like, no, that's just my friend, Russ. That's just my friend, Russ. But he's not my friend. He's my business partner. <laughs> God. Damn uh, it. Yep. You almost tricked Ellen, me, but you didn't. Speaking of business partners, can you win me so I can get taken down and you could take me? <laughs> Take me home and I didn't have to live in the fair anymore. Well, okay. You you did, unfortunately, uh, wind up getting hung up as a prize in the thing where you get to point the little pop guns at, at targets. Uh, but, I mean, I no, guess... No, Alan, it's actually changed this year. 
wait, what is this? Look wait at a look second. at the pop look at the pop guns. They've changed them to blue yeti mics. Oh fuck! <laughs> this is a competitive podcasting. That's not, that's not a that's not a pop gun. That's a pop filter <laughs> and a shotgun microphone. <laughs> that's uh that's right. It's me, Carney Stevenson. Carney Stevenson is Carney yeah. your first name? Yep, Carney Carney here. Uh, the man with the world's largest chili bowl. Why are you working this booth then? Uh, it's tough in this in this economy. Can you just work one booth? No, I don't think no, so. No, it's, it's the gig economy. I get it. It's the gig economy. I had to apply for this via an app. <laughs> what kind of app is that? Grinder. <laughs> it's it's called. Uh, to tie it into the other universe, Beesbo. Remember that? Oh yeah, the famous app Beesbo. <laughs> I'm, glad we, by... I'm glad that we have the uh, the the uh, Hogcast Cinematic Universe now. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now we have to now we have to get our uh, our listeners to keep up with the canon in two separate shows. Yes, it's great. Support the Patreon if you want to get all these deep cuts and learn and more about Beesbo. <laughs> That's right, because what, what everybody said while they were watching Avengers Endgame is they were like, oh, I can't wait to go back and watch the Immortals show. What is the show with the giant dog again? Oh, oh, oh you mean the uh, the Inhumans. The Inhumans, I apologize. And the and the giant dog is Lockjaw, of course. Of course. The teleporting Black dog. Bolt. Black, Black Bolt. Black Bolt, Med- Med- yes. Medusa. Medusa. The other guy. Anyway, stop poking my merchandise over there with your... G- elephant ear wrapped joint ah, well, i'm glad you're allowing me to smoke weed it's fair <laughs> affair we is affair is international waters basically so yeah yeah it's the international waters of the state basically yes uh anything uh, you can get away with a lot anything of murders at the goes, fair. yeah yeah uh the original dunk takes were execution booths yeah the the they dunk you in a tank and then electrified the water there was a extra toaster platform yes if you hit, yeah. If you if you get like a combo, you can you can drop a hair dryer or a toaster in there. <laughs> yes, yes, that was the good days. That's when you could make real money on this business. Instead, now it's a uh, competitive podcasting booth. Well, who am I competing against? Uh, all the other podcasters around you. Look at them all. Is that is that Mark Marin? It's eh. What the fuck? What the fuckers? Lock hey, the hey, gates. There's no gates around here. <laughs> Lock them. And look who else is here. Is that... Is that Ira oh. Glass? <laughs> Today on An American Life, uh, we will be discussing fairs and uh, the the state fair. Is that... And is that over there? Is that the dumbass Robert Krolwich? <laughs> what, Jad, could you explain what, what the deal is with an elephant ear? It's not made out of a real elephant, but it, it it's covered in some sort of a sugar cinnamon hybrid this is weird because jad's not here so he's just kind of talking to it's <laughs> he just it's, it's a real he just does that he just does that it's a real Ernest and Vern situation maybe <laughs> maybe jad wasn't wasn't didn't exist all along jad's actually a computer program that's what all the macarthur grant was spent on was developing jad so you're telling me robert Krollwich got this genius grant for being a huge dumbass and then <laughs> used it to to get a, an ai companion jad it was actually his mother uh oh. mrs Krollwich. she developed it oh and they and they <laughs> to give him yes, a friend exactly exactly and it, it has the three parts of her personality the woman the scientist and the mother <laughs> uh you sing the body electric i see uh, that was an Evangelion reference, but yes. 
the Magi <laughs> computer, know. you know, Ritsuko. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm uh, something of, a, of an anime aficionado. Oh, wow. Well, you got to beat these three guys to win your co-host as a prize. My Your co-host slash my stuffed animal inflatable guitar hybrid. Mm. Well, he's I've always told him he's not been much of a prize because he sucks <laughs> and he's gross. Hey, that's not very cool, dude. Uh, Ross, I forgot you're still here. <laughs> I've been hanging, but... You've just been hanging by a hook. Can we get a boom mic up to his mouth? Uh, unorthodox, but I'll allow it, just because I think it'll make your performance worse. That's right, I want you to fail. That's so that th- probably true, but okay. And Alan, if <laughs> if you lose to these other podcasters, you have to give up something of your own. Like? Your Razor keyboard that you have... <laughs> You're, you, just like Uncle Scrooge's original dollar, you have your original Naga mouse hanging around your neck. And I, I get to you, take how that. How did you know that that was the first Razer product I bought? <laughs> Do you see the grime and crust on it? No, that's true. That is the, I need to get some of that gamer goo to peel it I thought it, off. it was a Doritos Locos Taco at first before I found out what it was. Well, I, I did ask somebody to deep fry it uh, <laughs> in one of, the, one of the booths earlier just to give it a little protective coating. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to give it to me, Uncle Scrooge style, so that I can become as rich and maybe even own a house like you one day. <laughs> one can dream. Uh, <laughs> one can dream as a are carny. You, are you one of the? Are you like a humanized Beagle Boy? <laughs> well, all the Beagle Boys were a little humanized. They were weirdly less animalistic than the other characters in the world of the Barks comics. But we don't have to go in on that. That's fucked up. Uh... Okay, well, I wish you were a magic and a spell analog, but... <laughs> uh, Russ can't do that voice. I mean, what? Oh, well, hold on. Uh, well, I guess we'll just go ahead and just record... Go ahead and start the recording, I guess. Okay, uh, welcome everybody to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. Yes, Russ, let's win this thing so we can get out of here. <laughs> so we can leave the state fair and maybe even ride the Ferris wheel together. Uh, I can push you off the top of it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, hey, Alan, Quillhead's Talk Shop, personally, that's the name of the segment. Um, I was going to ask you. Uh-huh. What do you feel about... Um, it's been a slow summer, okay? Listen, Listen this is I'm not we are not we are not we are not starting good. I mean, we're going to beat Robert Krolich cuz he's just crying now. <laughs> he, he is so confused with the concept. He doesn't know um, what a microphone is, which is very strange cuz he's been doing Radio Lab for like 20 years now. He without Jad here in the studio with him. Yeah, I it's it's really I think he Now, explain the nature of time. Jad, explain the nature of time. He doesn't understand how he he doesn't understand the passing of time. I think hey, he he might forget everything unless Jad's telling him. Oh does he have God, object? Hey. Does he have object permanence? Like if I hide Wait, what, the... what is going on here? Hey, it's Jad Abenrock. Oh, Wait, man. no, it's Robert Quillich. Oh, I get so confused. He forgot who he is. This is <laughs> yeah, not good. Who I was. I mean, it might make for good radio. So we got to keep going, Russ. Uh, just hearing a man break down on uh, on audio. I mean, that's like an episode of WTF, basically. I feel like that's an episode of the show with me every week. Kind of, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, we were just talking about uh, leaps and jumps in time. The Rocco movie came out 20, 20 years after um, uh, its after, cancellation. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. 
it was good. Um, it made me nostalgic for the 90s, 90s Nicktoons. And then I started crying for some reason. As if there was some sort of friend who was lost to time, a la Magica, uh, Madoka Magica. Mm-hmm. I, I think Madoka why. Magica to spell. Yeah, Madoka Magica to spell. <laughs> God, Ooh. God, if only I, if only Magica to spell became like a witch, that'd be great. <laughs> Walpurgis knocked. I'd, I'd let her bite my head off. <laughs> oh man. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, but we liked it though. It's very inclusive. It's good. It's good. It's all it's all positivity right now. It's anti-capitalist. Yeah, it was anti-capitalist, which is, explains why Rocco was on Chopo Trap House recently. Really? Yeah, Rocco was on Chopo Trap House. Oh he, no! He was talking about the he was talking about the uh, the Epstein stuff. Oh yeah, this Epstein guy. <laughs> we can't do a Rocco voice without Rory here. Yeah, I, Russ, your Australian accent's very bad. Oi, did, crikey! Did you hear that Aust- that thing about the Australian farmer who chopped up an ushi on TV? An ushi? An ushi is like a big thing that's apparently blown up in Australia. It's these little like pencil topper things, uh, and there was like a limited edition ushi that uh, that of like Simba from the Lion King uh, that uh, that this farmer couple got, and it was like the f- number one of a hundred, and it was like worth thousands of dollars. Uh, and instead of selling it, they, they wanted to make like a big, like public, like statement. So they said, I don't want money for it. I'm wanting to trade it for irrigation water to use on our dying farm due to the mismanagement <laughs> of, of, from our government of the Murray Darling, uh, river basin. And so he'd refused to get any money for it, but he wanted water. And then everybody's just like, just sell me the goddamn Ushi. And then he went on like good morning Australia and like chopped it up with scissors. He's like, no one gets the Ushi now. <laughs> the Ushi is now destroyed. Yeah, so we all learned a valuable lesson about, I guess, water. The government being bad. I mean, this is what the future is going to be. We're all going to have to trade in our amiibos for it's uh, an uh, like Russ, a tube of water. You haven't played the Fire Emblem game, but do do you know that there's an amiibo gazebo in it? No, I don't know what it does. I haven't scanned any amiibos in, but there's an amiibo gazebo in Fire Emblem: The Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I forgot to neglect uh, to mention to you guys, the house I bought is one of the three houses. <laughs> the you Black Eagle the one, obviously. Black Eagle house? Damn. Yeah. Obviously the best house. Are you always like, Black Eagle house rules? Yes, yes. I, I do treat it much like a frat house. Uh, yeah. and also because my last name is Black, so I had to buy that one. Are, is there hijinks in that game? Is there like a Dean Strickland who's like, I hate those Black Eagles? Not yet. There is a lady pope, um, and I did recruit a horny teacher lady to my team. It's very okay. fucked up. Like they won't let you romance her if you play the the female main character, but she is just the horniest old lady. She's like, mm, I am so horny all the time," <laughs> uh, and she just pops up, and you can you know do whatever. Like she mm-hmm. joins your team as like a priest. It's a very weird game. I don't know. Yeah. And they just put persona stuff in there, so like you can go like eat lunch with your students. Right, also, right. you're a teacher, but you're presumably kind of the same age as everybody else, so it's like a Doogie Hauser situation. I don't know. Oh no. oh no! It's like it's like, hey, you're a mercenary. You know how to fight people. Join this military academy as the professor. You're all the same age. It's whatever. Date your students. Whatever. It's like Harry Potter, but hornier, basically. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. 
I just can't wait to see this friggin' Voldemort Trump guy in it. Oh, there's a Dr- Trump in it? I, f- I assume so. Uh, because, well... I think most media now, the bad guy in it has to be Trump. Just by, like, by analogy, like, he's he's pretty much just the bad guy in most things. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Charlie Manson is Trump. Uh, the if Are You Afraid of the Dark, the big uh, Scarecrow Man, he's Trump. Oh, God. They're it, all Trump to me. You just see Trump in everything? Yeah, um, I really, the Watchmen show is really scaring me because all of those Rorschach guys have a picture of Trump on their face. <laughs> Uh, I don't, so bad. Yeah. It's a little bit on the nose. They just have a picture yeah. of Drumpf on their mask. Now, is it a Ben Garrison style Drumpf or is it a... Uh... Oh, he is ripped, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> he's ripped and he's strong and he's going to pick you up and throw you. He looks like the side chest guy from How Heavy Are Your Dumbbells. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's horrific. Oh, man. What a nightmare. Is that well, why you carry your lucky mouse with you is to protect yourself like a charm? It is, yeah, it is my charm. Uh, I've been trying to get my Fire Emblem characters that I live <laughs> with to equip it, uh, but it's a unique <laughs> item for me, and it gives them negative luck. God, because it you stinks. Own the house and you, it smells so bad. You own the house they all live in, and yet they won't, they won't even, like, touch your stuff. No, it, well, the thing is, my, my Razor products have somewhat, much like, as we learned in the Kingdom Hearts universe, enough time spent in, like, love, uh, poured onto these objects they do develop their own hearts uh so they have gained some measure of sentience i think and they do not want to be used by anybody else you make this sound like a jrpg anime thing but it does sound more like a uh video drum situation oh i mean i you did neglect to mention that the the mouse has kind of like like morphed into my chest biomorphed yeah it is biomorphed um and my hand has kind of replaced itself with a, a Razor Tartarus uh, side keyboard with a little analog stick on it. Yeah, that sounds rough. Uh, it's cool, actually. I have full access to an analog <laughs> stick whenever I want to. Eight directional. Oh, man. Yeah. Play a flight, sim with, a flight sim with that. I have the three wraparound screens. I could do it. Oh, my God. Alex Hoffman, eat your heart out. <laughs> Friend of the show, Alex Hoffman. Yes. I told him he should go. Did you see that thing about there's a uh, it's not at Narita Airport, but it's the other airport in Tokyo. I forgot the name of, but there's a hotel room that just has like the cockpit of a plane in it. And it's like the right. flight sim room. You can just pretend you're flying a plane in it. It's in- incredibly expensive, but it's uh, uh, Mr. Dink voice. Very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess they just have like, um, a lot of flight sim fans in Japan. I don't know. I briefly thought about taking, there was this place that takes you on like a VR plane ride where you just kind of walk into a room and there's a bunch of airplane seats sitting in there and like, oh, you know, yeah. and like flight attendants and stuff. And you put on VR goggles and you like simulate being on a plane. That rules. It kind of rules. Know, Cause it's like, uh, the thing I love most is riding an airplane. Yeah. The thing I did for 13 hours to get here and it was yeah. uncomfortable and fucked up my back for a while. Let's do that again. Let's do it again. I, I hope they at least put you in like first class seats because otherwise, yeah. what's the point? Um, I hope there's an option to do that like first class like seat shade that like darken you can like put around you, and then you could just not pay attention to the flight any 
so you could like you know what's fucked sleep up about through your virtual flight is that like i walked by you know this is like this is the first time i've been on like a jumbo jumbo jet like something international mm-hmm. and like the the first class section of these planes it's it's wild it's like a little dorm room essentially that you get to live in it's like a little cubicle it's got like a it's got like a desk in there gonna play hey, some csgo get some drops yeah, i got a melty setup in there Hey, this is uh, this is my new set. This is my new segment of the show. What's the deer deal with airline flu- food and uh, <laughs> virtual airline food? Yes, I'm uh, I'm I'm flying around in VR chat. Uh, a big titty like cat girl. Do you see that thing about the big titty <laughs> anime person got uh, baptized in uh, VR chat by a real priest? Oh no! <laughs> There's a real priest in VR chat that does like services, and he baptized somebody. And then, like, an old lady, like, dressed as, like, Winnie the Pooh came up and was like, how do you feel? It's cool. How, how do they feel? How do they feel? VR is the is the new wave, I think. VR is the future, because um, the Earth is dying. We are dying, I'm, as Rocco I'm told hanging, us. Yeah. I'm hanging from the top of a uh, carnival booth right now. It's mm. hot as fuck. I'm tired. Do you My remember eyes- that... Do you remember that Puff one clothes. episode of Serial Experiments Lane about the guy who wore VR glasses and was just walking around uh, like <laughs> all of Tokyo? And he's like, I'm in the wired. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me now. That's what I want to do. I'm trying to get Serial like Experiments Lane. a Gibson novel, but... <laughs> but shittier? Shittier, yeah. Didn't Neil Stevenson have a shitty book that came out recently? I don't know. I think he did. He's like, it's Snow Crash 2. Oh, man. I don't want to deal with Inly deadly ai or anything like that wait that reminds me of something oh that does remind me of something hey hold on a second uh what's that what's that computer screen over there the on the unused podcast booth what's what's going on <laughs> um oh I'm, my god it's flickering what, it's, what does that mean it sounds like a flip flapping of wings i think it's the dweegan minute <laughs> okay are you ready alan yep three two one go <laughs> Nosy Freehorns, what the fuck are you doing at this fair computer <laughs> podcasting booth? Hey, I I found you, Alan. How did you I get here? I think I still want to kill you. I can't remember. The, the Wi-Fi. Oh, that is true. And you know, my car I had Wi-Fi, so you could have yeah. you probably jumped into my car. and then Your mobile, I tried to cut your brakes at multiple times. <laughs> uh, you're... Unfortunately for you, I just never use my brakes. I do it, I do it <laughs> in Mario Kart You actually stayed style. in your garage the entire time. And you looked at your phone while sitting in your car to pretend like you were going somewhere. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Uh, it's 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 it would be dangerous, uh, but I have a hybrid, so I can't asphyxiate in my garage. Right, exactly. Yeah, unlike try- uh, unlike Jeremy Renner on that cover of his new album. Did you see that shit? It's him sitting in his in, in a car, and it's like filled with smoke, and it looks like Jeremy, he was trying. Jeremy and me go way back. Okay, are, are you are you? Are you trying to tell me that the Ronin himself is going to try to kill me? <laughs> well, you'll never know. Fuck. Now I gotta watch out for that guy. Have, Russ, have I told you my theory that uh, Jeremy Renner looks like an adult version of Gibby from iCarly? Oh, no. He does, though, right? Okay, let me see this. Gibby? Gibby from iCarly. And then pull up a picture of Jeremy Renner. I think oh, you'll God. find that they look like they're the same guy. <laughs> Oh no! Just like the brother from iCarly looks like Ego Raptor. Jesus Christ! And just like Ego Raptor, please don't be mean to him. <laughs> please don't be mean to Ego Raptor. This is why he quit doing cartoons. 
Oh, no. Forget about the time he was mean about all the Sonic games. Uh, yeah. God damn it. Can't respect Sonic. I can't respect you, Egoraptor. Fuck you. Uh, didn't he say the N-word one time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he's a YouTuber, so he probably did. He can say it. Unlike podcasters who have never done anything wrong. No, never, ever, ever. We're not allowed to say slurs or else iTunes will take us down. (laughs) Yeah, our RSS feed will become very complicated and very problematic syndication. VPS. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Speaking of something that's complicated, I've got some complicated pizza reviews. Domino's goes our hottest segment. Oh, God. Russ, now that I'm living alone in my own house, uh, free from uh, the shackles of living with family, I think family is a burden. Uh, Alan, uh, you are becoming an anime villain quickly. What? Just because I'm, um, I've got some sort of techno organic, uh, like razor products melded to my flesh, uh, that I think family is a burden. I do have these two black cats that are sitting on my lap at all times. Uh, I'm normal. Uh, normal now. I'm normal now. Um, I, I've, I've went back into my, my old dietary habits, which means that I buy a Red Baron special deluxe pizza. I cut it in half and then cook half of it and eat it for lunch or dinner and then save How, the other one for another meal. Is it meal. frozen? Yes. So that is my trick that I've long done is that I cut the pizza but while it's frozen and then just cook half of it. With what? A machete? You, you snap d- it over your leg? The latter, yeah. Um, so... What I do usually, Russ, is I poke holes with a knife. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't cut through it all the way with a knife, but I kind of like perforate it, like make like you know, with like an ice pick. No, just a knife is enough to do it. You just poke some holes, like do like a cross shape. You know, I cut it into fourths, and then I just kind of like I kind of put my hand like almost like I was going to karate chop it, and then grab the other side and then fold it up, and it snaps it in half. As long as you cut those guiding lines with the knife, then it's good, and you can break it, cut it into fourths. It, it takes some practice, but you can cut the pizza before you cook it, and then you cook it, and then it's already good. And you don't have to waste the whole pizza, because, you know, sometimes you don't want to eat a whole pizza for dinner. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. So that I've been doing that forever. Um, that's that's a, that's a hot tip for me to you. I'm just imagining you going Bane style, like, when you snap Batman's back I do, So that is the other thing, is I have done that before. I have snapped <laughs> it over my knee. I mean, I am snapping it with my bare hands most of the time, but I usually just kind of weaken it with a knife first. Right. Um, but Sounds anyway, like you deal with your enemies. Yeah, I poke my enemies with a knife, and then I snap <laughs> them over my knee. Uh, and you, have you wondered why you woke, why you wake up sometimes and your spine has been has all these uh, these knife wounds on it? <laughs> I I'm didn't softening know. I you up. Business partners. Uh, business partner is kind of like enemy. Did you turn into a Garth Ennis character or something? I am. Uh, I am one of the boys now. <laughs> Oh, what if superheroes were mean and they Ooh, said nasty things? They're mean and nasty. Dark. I've heard that the Amazon show is better than the actual comic because it's not as edgy or gross. Uh, but that's not saying a lot. Garth Boy, Ennis. Boy, bruv, these, these superheroes think they're better than us, eh? Ooh, it's me, Slimzy. <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one of the boys. They call me They call me Lewiston because uh, I like the cigarette. Is that a brand of cigarette? I don't even they call know. me Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they suck. It sucks. The boys, Garth Ennis in general, sucks. Uh, did, did he, is he the kick-ass guy? Or is that uh, Mark Millar? No, that's Mark that's Miller. Mark Millar. They're kind of the same guy, uh, in my opinion. Remember when, to be like a famous comic book guy, is you just had to be able to write the like curse words a lot? Remember how... 
Alan Moore was kind of like, did this kind of deconstruction thing and made like a dark superhero thing back in the 80s. And then Grant Morrison, Garth Edis, and all these other guys just kind of tried aping his shit for like three or four decades. Right. Yeah. That's my hot take, by the way. Uh, this is our hottest segment, and there's my oh. hot take. Those guys suck. Um, anyway. Real comic books. Real comic That's books. Real. I'm reading House of X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Professor X looks like a big book? dork. What? It's called Wakako Zake. It's about a lady who wants to eat nice dinners. You know what a real comic book is? Uh, the Mermaid Princess's Guilty Dish. <laughs> That's some real shit. You talking about dark and edgy? She's eating your friends. <laughs> She's eating her friends. This isn't this isn't some Wendigo shit. This is real life. Uh, she joins the Diet at one point. The Japanese Congress. I, uh, I didn't know that. It's a good. It's a good thing. Gus from Breaking Bad is in there for some reason. It's good. <laughs> what is he not in? They get around, <sighs> these TV actors. They get around. He's an, he's going to play Obama one day. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Like how there's going to be an Obama biopic and he's going to be Obama in it. Mm-hmm. My fellow Americans. Yes. Half of my face got blown off. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, yeah, that's going to happen. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, did you ever watch that episode of uh, of DC Legends of Tomorrow where Gorilla Grodd... Uh, you bring this up once a week. <laughs> I, I think about it a lot because I watched it again. i only seen part of it before. I didn't know that Gorilla Grodd does say he's going to make America Grodd again. <laughs> and that he does pick up and he does pick up Obama and Obama tries to do a, 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 two, like a bipartisan compromise with him. Like he's just like, he's like, uh... Let me be clear. Sounds like we have some grievances. Uh, I think we can compromise on this. And it's like, damn, that is really kind of the most indictment of Obama is that even in the face of death by a giant genetically enhanced ape man, uh, that he will try to compromise with him and not stand up for himself. God, he's so presidential. He's such a fool for um, creating this giant uh, surveillance apparatus that is being, you know, used by... White nationalists. It's bad. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> I got sad again. Uh, but you know what? The Red Baron Special Deluxe Pizza, it's delightful. Um, it is a, it's like a supreme pizza, but they put five cheeses on it. Um, it's something I used to eat all the time in college uh, because it's $3 and you can get two meals out of it, which is wild. That's 1,500 calories for one whole pizza. So uh, at, a, at a calorie and dollar bargain, it's a good deal. Just like Chuck yeah. Grassley said about the McChicken. Uh, that one time or chicken wrap at McDonald's, but it's good. The other thing I had was a Stefano's calzone from Walmart, uh, in their, near their deli section. They have these little calzones that are in like, um, little plastic boxes and stuff. You just pop them in your, your fridge, uh, microwave it for like a minute and a half. It's, I really am a big fan of these microwavable calzones. Um, I don't know what it is about these specific kinds, but I used to eat these a lot in college too. I've kind of reverted back to my college days, Russ, um, which is it may have something to do with me living with the uh, the Black Eagle people uh, in as what is essentially a big frat house. All, all these teens, these like 18 to 21 year olds who are just like, yo, yo, bro. They are. They're all they are all doing a gravity bong downstairs in the basement. Yeah, right they're now. all doing a gra- a, a uh, calzone gravity bong. Yes, uh, they they did hollow out some of my Jojo's figures and oh, are smoking no. out of them. It's bad. Alan, uh, you need to control. Is that why you went to the county fairs to get away from them? Sometimes you need to escape. I think you need to tell them to F off. I mean, I am their professor, so I really do need to do something. I mean, Alan, they're 
you 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 brought a lot of kids into warfare. They're probably warped. They're freaking twisted. I mean, they are they are basically like Raiden. They are child <laughs> soldiers. Do any of them have posters on their walls? Uh, that's the thing, Russ. None of them have any posters on their walls. <laughs> Not a single poster? No, I'm sitting in my office where I've got all these framed posters, and they have none on any of their walls. <laughs> it's still the most Hideo Kojima thing about. Not a single poster? Well, it's because, because Hideo Kojima has seen every movie that's ever been made. And right. so, of course, he has every poster, basically, in his room. Including Captain Marvel, which well, I will always remember that tweet. Saw Captain Marvel. <laughs> it's good. It's good. He thought he'd watched it. He said, "Oh, saw this," and then he went on like a ten like ten tweet spree about how great Shazam was. Yeah, he he. I need to watch Shazam. It's got Chuck in it. You love but, Chuck, but I gotta say, so I, the the he's Red Baron nerd. He's nerds is cool. Uh, he's like Red, one of us. Red Baron Special Deluxe Pizza is good. Uh, it's it's about as good as I remember. It is a it is a nice. It's like going back home. Except for not for me, because family is, makes you weak. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Stefano's calzone, I gotta say, is a delightful little treat. It's one of these kind of calzones that is very doughy, and that first bite will get a bunch of grease shooting out all over your face. Uh, <laughs> but nice bukkake. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like eating a big pimple. Uh, it's Dr. Pimple Popper's calzones. <laughs> I was, yeah. Uh, uh, it's like watching uh, a supercut of all the musical sequences of Grease. It's just all over the place. John Travolta's there. He's being very normal and looking cool. Uh, yeah. Was he in Greece? He was. I only know him from Gotti. I don't know. Hey, any... speaking of Australians. What? You're always thinking of Gotti. Well, the girl in that was Australian. She was? Yeah, wasn't she? Man, I, I don't, don't know. I, I have never seen Greece. Stefano's, it's good. I, I highly recommend it. I can't remember how much I paid for it. I know how much I paid for the, the Red Baron Special Deluxe. Don't get me on me about being a class trader. Uh, but the <laughs> Stefano's Calzone, it's a it's a good bargain. <laughs> you just drive your car to Walmart. You do the pre-purchase thing where they bring the groceries out to you. You don't go outside and see I kept on I kept on seeing a bunch of signs for that, and I did contemplate doing it. <laughs> you just open your car window. You go, boy, drop the drop the groceries. In <laughs> Garçon. <laughs> Major D. Oh man, no! Oh, I'm but making it eight fifty an hour. Uh, here you go. They don't pay me to understand French. Ah. <laughs> uh, what, Russ, I I do, I I am glad that you've you've finally found a job working as a a Walmart uh, garçon. Is a bag boy garçon? Yes, a, a Walmart task rabbit man. Is it garçon literally just like boy? Boy in French, yes. <laughs> yeah, I I have been a garçon for a long time, so it, you know I'm just doing what I do naturally as as my new job, which is to get yelled at. And I just wear Comédie Garçon, the brand. <laughs> yeah, that's a. And uh, and now I'm wearing this Yves Laurent jacket, but it's three or four five sizes too small, so I just look like a little bad boy. Uh, I just wear the Yves, what's the lady's name from Community? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, I, I've only no, seen Richard and Funny show, Richard and Mortimer. Oh, oh boy. Dane Harmon Ooh, Quest. Harmon, Harmon Town. Harmon Town, I want to live there. <laughs> I, and not, everybody is divorced there. <laughs> every, <laughs> that, is the, that is the divorce town. <laughs> we all live in Harmon Town. Where my, it's like... We See, <laughs> Harmon emblem, three houses. It's <laughs> so okay. Hold on. One house is the divorce house. One house <laughs> is the depression house. <laughs> the third one is the D and D people who are way too into the rules house. The the 
the the critter den the critter den and in harmontown everybody has to reveal their patreon numbers <laughs> by law by law there's a civil war in the country oh, <laughs> when man, the feral this... audio empire fell this, is a, this really is a lot like Fire Emblem of the Three Houses. <laughs> also, this is going to be entertaining to no one except people that know this obscure thing about a guy who worked on Harmontown and got mad at the Doughboys. Yeah, um, the Earwolf Empire invaded from the east. Mm, oh, it's we had to we had to make that fucking weird Twitter map that somebody did, except it's just for podcasting networks. Oh, I knew that person. You did? I did know the weird Twitter map person. Are they dead now? We were moochies, and there was part of me that was always like, yo, I could, what if I could make it onto the weird Twitter map because I knew this person? We're moochies. We're moochies. And we're moochies. You, you do say you're moochies with a lot of people, but that does mean you're just mooching off them. <laughs> like, uh, not money-wise, because they wouldn't give me any money, but just like... Spiritually. You know, you're like sucking spiritually, energy out. I'm like, uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's all the YouTube channels I watch. I'll comment and be like, "Thank you for giving me opinions on stuff," and they grow weaker. You are like a little remora fish, like clinging onto a big whale or something, and yeah, the whale so- is like Mega sixty four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi Ben, Ben Pack, Ben Pack. We're, uh, we're, ranking we're, of fighters is pretty good. This last one, Inuyasha. Inuyasha is good. Uh, uh, Russ, what kind of pizza you eat this week? I went to uh, Detroit Pizza here in uh, the Pacific Northwest, not the Midwest. What? what? You didn't what? even see a RoboCop? I did not see RoboCop. He did not deliver it. You didn't go to Detroit Rock City? I didn't go to Detroit Rock City. Rather, I went to Detroit Pizza in Battleground, Washington with my friend Justin. Oh, by the way, KISS, uh, Detroit Rock City, KISS stands for Kids in Sonic Service. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kids in Sega service. Yes. Uh, remember that time that they made that comic book and they put a uh, marinara into the ink? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and the Phantom uh, of the Park, etc. I went with my friend Justin to B- Battleground, Washington to get Detroit-style pizza. And you met Player Unknown. <laughs> <I met laughs> you met Brendan himself. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we dropping? weird helmet. Yeah, I was... Where are we dropping, boys? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we then went to a public park and ate the pizza. And Alan, it just, it was a good reminder of what makes Detroit style pizza good and what can make it bad. When Sliced it, in a rectangular fashion? Yeah. I mean, oh, you know how much I love a rectangle. You it's the are. the strongest shape in nature besides triangles. And I hate <laughs> triangles. Yeah. I was about to say triangles are definitely the strongest shape in nature, but you really do hate them. Mostly because of you're a big Gravity Falls fan and you hate that uh, Bob Cypher or whatever <laughs> his name is. Sure, why not? That'll be the canon explanation. It's definitely not because <laughs> I fell I fell ass first on a pyramid. Um Damn. It's definitely not because you never learned how to triforce. Oh god. Uh it's not because uh Princess Elder rejected me and that I could not have one of the, the Triforce of Courage. It's not because she thought she freaked out because she thought you looked like Pig Ganon. <laughs> hey, shut up! <laughs> Pig Ganon. Uh, Pig Ganon. Oh, oh boy. Isn't that pork. just Ganon? It's Ganondorf is the one who looks like uh, Christopher depends. Lambert. And, I don't uh, know. I don't know. They, they, the cannon's all fucked up. Get the Zelda timeline out then. <laughs> hey, which podcaster like... is this? Remember we're at this podcasting booth? This competitive podcasting booth? Hey, who am I? 
you know who I am? I, I don't know. You sound like a like a 90s stand-up character. I don't know. That's right. It's me, Jeff Garland. Oh. The conversations with Jeff Garland. Oh, that guy. Yeah. You were getting mad about video games, so I thought you might have been like a Bob Chipman for a second. <laughs> hey, uh, let me see if I could do Bob Chipman. Um, Mario. Let's Mario. <laughs> Father, Mario. <laughs> Oh man, he he watched the he he watched that same Watchmen trailer that I did, except he kept on saying, "Why do they have Mario on their masks?" <laughs> the one that I famously saw. Drum he thing. would thank me. Oh boy, he would have a begrudging respect. Uh, begrudging. I just imagine like movie Bob being the last surviving human, and um, walking through a desert, and then he comes to a. <laughs> to a gets, statue a fallen gets, statue of mario he's being like oh, respect me yeah begrudgingly respect me colossal wreck etc etc uh exactly. ozymandias ozymandias uh a lot yes. of watchmen in this episode a lot of watchmen in this episode Russ. i guess we watched the watchmen i guess we did i did watch that bad movie back in the day yeah i want them to release the snyder cut of that movie too <laughs> The cut, that puts, the cut that puts more boobs in it. Yeah. And extends extends that awful uh, uh, Leonard Cohen hallelujah sexy. Yes. I want more of that, please. Thank you. And then uh, Zack Snyder, M. Night Shyamalan style, walking to camera and talking about how great objectivism is. It's good. Uh, I did remember there's from that one struggle session episode or whatever, uh, David Hayter did reveal that like he had an original script treatment that basically the ending of the movie or whatever, like they realized that like the, the big psychic alien monster thing wasn't going to play out in film very well. So he did something else with like Dr. Manhattan about like the moon or something blew up or whatever the fuck. I don't know. It was some other thing like to blame Dr. Manhattan basically, uh, or something, but like, mm -hmm. so like, I guess it wasn't all Zack Snyder's fault that like the ending was different, but the rest of it was doo doo. Yeah. Anyway, go read doomsday clock. It's, not good <laughs> it's fascinating and it's not goodness it is fascinating i do like the marionette and uh, mime characters they're interesting but they don't really feel like watchman characters they feel more like just um interesting batman villains right Which, you know there's one thing about me russ i do love a good rogues gallery right and i love a rouge gallery too which is my gallery of photos that i saved of rouge the bat that you have set up Helga Pataki. My closet. Yes, I do have a, a, a chewing gum statue of Rouge the Bat. <laughs> and, a, and a bunch of pictures in my closet. And I put on a little headdress. I also have... Also, if you look at the underside of my razor mouse, you can tell that it's actually a locket. And inside it is a picture of Rouge the Bat. <laughs> There's a lot of elements to your, your first razor mouse. Yeah, and... Well, you've, you've noticed this because you are usually popping up behind me whenever I'm doing a, a declaration of love to Rouge the Bat. And I do have to, I do have to like, do a backwards punch and hit you in the face and break your glasses. <laughs> I uh, am always... I am a mouth breather. That is true. That is 100% true. Uh... <sighs> yeah uh thank you for that's good audio um you know what's good audio too i've got a great story from Domino's. i've got i've got this week russ i've got a story from each one of the big three players in the uh pizza world whoa maybe Domino's, by the end we can decide who's like the winner like who's who who's our go-to yeah team. yeah sure okay uh Domino's has revealed that uh that they had a plan for a no deal brexit uh 
or which it's looking like we're going to head towards a no deal Brexit on October 31st. And they've been stockpiling pizza toppings in the UK, spending about $8.5 million to fill warehouses with tomato sauce, frozen chicken, pineapple, and tuna. They put tuna on pizzas over there? They, they put whatever they want over I there. I think they put, cor- they put corn on there. Like, I get tomato sauce, frozen chicken, pineapple, and tuna. Uh, anyway, a potential no-deal Brexit carries the increased risk of disruption to raw material supplies into the UK, and foreign exchange volatility could increase food costs. Domino's told The Guardian. Uh, you know, let's see. Uh, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Forgive me for sounding judgy, David Green said on NPR, but if you usually order a pineapple tuna pizza, maybe you can use this moment to try a different kind of pizza. Uh, yeah, tuna is wild. Why do they put... Do you think it's like canned tuna, or what is it? Is it like sushi tuna? Like, what's going on? I, I don't know. I, I've definitely heard of tuna on pizza before. I have not. I, that seems like... I think it. I think it is straight up canned tuna that gets baked and then gets all dry and chalky and stuff. I'm, let me pull this up here. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling this up here. Tuna pizza uh, at Domino's. Tuna delight is a thing in Indonesia at Domino's, too. Um, yeah, it looks gross. This looks bad. I, I don't think tuna on a pizza is good. That is maybe the worst kind of fish you could put on a pizza, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I've had, like, cooked tuna in, like, a sushi or something, it's just always bad. So I on a pizza. I, I, <laughs> I know people eat tuna melts. I get it. But I think there's nothing grosser to me than tuna, hot tuna with like melted cheese. It's not good. Uh, I love that shit, but also I might be a 90 year old man. Yeah, you are. You are just you are just love. You do love just like spooning cat food onto your pizza. (laughs) It looks gross. I'm looking at a pizza here that has tuna, red onions and corn on it. And it looks bad. Uh, yeah, I think that's bullshit. Uh, I'm glad that Brexit's happening because of fuck that country. Uh, that's my take on it. Uh, you guys deserve it for your bad tuna pizza. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so that's the first story. Pizza. Here's my second story. Pizza Hut is closing hundreds of restaurants. Well, I I had one comment. What? What if we stole it all? So what if I break into the Domino? What if I break into the Domino's vault? The Domino's, the British Domino's Pizza Vault? Yes. Can we just take everything besides the tuna? Could we hold Britain hostage? That's always been my dream, Russ. <laughs> I was well, usually like, gonna, I was <laughs> usually gonna do it with nukes, you, but you will, was... you will push all of your grime, your grime wrappers into the ocean. Mr. Bean is coming with me. <laughs> Peep show is canceled because it makes me feel too awkward. Skins, more seasons, please. The the prime minister must fuck the pig. Uh, oh, now Make it's Boris Black Johnson. Mirror dumber. It's too smart for me. Make Black Mirror a different kind of mirror. My phone doesn't actually look like that most of the time. It's got other colors on it. I now have the always always on uh, clock. So it's not like a it's not a mirror anymore. It's more like a clock. My phone has a face scanning thing. So whenever I look at it, it turns on, and it's not a black mirror anymore. Bring back Bagpuss. <laughs> Bagpuss return. Where are the clangers? Now that now that Garfield has sold the fuck out, I need a new corporate free fat cat. Yes. It's all corporate fat cats. I want a non-corporate fat cat. I need an indie fat cat. I need an independent fat cat. 
<sighs> Fritz the cat, he's canceled. Oh, he's been canceled. He he was created canceled. Yeah, he, he yeah. You 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 thought you 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 merely adopted the cancellation. He was born in it. <laughs> he is the bane of my existence. Oh, that's true. Uh, he uh, he in he did a bane thing on you, except instead of snapping you over his knee, he snapped you over his big cat dick. <laughs> oh God! It was barbed. Uh, oh, Pizza Hut is closing hundreds of restaurants as it pushes delivery. It is planning to shutter hundreds of restaurants as it shifts its focus to delivery and fast casual dining. Uh, Yum Brands sees the move away from dine-in restaurants as a needed move in order to drive more sales, CEO Greg Creed said in a call with investors. Our plan to lean in to accelerate the transition of our Pizza Hut U.S. estate uh, estate? Uh, to a more modern delivery and carry-out focused asset base. So basically what they're doing is they're replacing, they're finally going to shutter all of the old school Pizza Huts, which were actually good. That had like the uh, the buffet and the dine-in stuff. All right. of those are going away. No more of those. It's all just takeout. Damn. You know the whole thing about kale and Pizza Hut, right? Yes, that still blows my mind. Yeah, that kale. That uh. Pizza Hut was the the number one buyer of kale in the '90s, uh, back before this health craze, because they were just using it as garnish in their pizza buffets. I have fond memories of of that Pizza Hut back then. Because it yeah. used to just be a place you go on a on a on a kid's birthday party when I was in like uh you know in elementary school and we go there and get a big and get a big bunch of pizza and you know what the one in my town it had a vending machine like a little you know capsule machine and inside of it were rubber band guns That's little plastic cool. guns that shoot rubber bands and we went uh we went to you know I, I remember going to like a sleepover we watched uh, Eight Crazy Nights starring Adam Sandler. Uh, afterwards and then we all had a, a rubber band gun fight except at one point somebody uh kicked one of my guns out of my hand and then i put the gun i wound up like doing like a weird maneuver and putting the rubber band gun to his head and pulling it like point blank and he cried uh, and that was when i realized <laughs> i had some sort of battle training inside of me yeah say i mean i remember the time that i had a rubber band gun fight as a kid and i think i was taking a uh, cover in a uh, bathroom and I think I raked my back with the uh, towel holder. Yeah. And I had a huge welt on my back for uh-huh. weeks that people thought somebody struck me in the back. Uh-huh, and I, uh-huh. I was like, no, no, no. I took it. Battle damage. I didn't cry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I think about how tough I was. So I think, uh, I think that's the toughest we've both ever been. And not only did, did that towel rack uh, rake your back, you did stumble backward into a rake that was sitting on the ground and it <laughs> yeah. did, it did pop up and hit you a uh, sideshow Bob style. Or Why whatever. did they have a rake in their bathroom? I couldn't tell. You know, there's a lot of leaves in the bathroom sometimes that time wow. of year. Uh, anyway, so that was, that was the pizza hut news. And then finally the other of the big three, which honestly, I don't even know if Papa John's is one of the big three pizzas anymore. Uh, it is not. I don't know if it's one of the three houses of Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's the hardest route. It's it the is, hardest. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do get to romance Shaq. So uh, <laughs> Shaq snuck some secret footage on Twitter from the Papa John's board meeting. Uh, he says he took a little heat for it. I don't believe that. I think it was viral marketing, but it is him looking into the camera, whispering, saying, like, I, hey, I truly I felt like uh, you, I truly felt like Shaq was breaking the system. You think that Shaq is, again, like Watchmen, a kind of a Rorschach figure that's exposing the truth. <laughs> Rorschach. <yeah>. Rorschach. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan, le- Dr. Manhattan levitate time. me. <laughs> <laughs> your one weakness, your one re- weakness, Rorschach, is your free throws. 
<laughs> that's why you couldn't save that's, the world. Uh, hmm. uh, that's my that's that's me when my ass gets stuck in the thing at, at <laughs> yeah, not yeah. very far. Hmm. You're not stuck. In, you're not stuck <laughs> in this ride with me. You thought you, you thought you could stop me from we, winning the championship check. I won it 30 minutes ago. Uh, no. The, and I'll, they'll look up at me and say, cure my <laughs> taco <big>. neck syndrome. <laughs> and I'll look down and say, okay. He's a pretty nice guy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, Shaq. He's so cool. He played a cop in Grown Ups, too. He did. God, can you imagine if Rorschach picked somebody up and threw him over a roof? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's going to happen in the HBO series. It's got to happen. God. Uh, I think, you know, they say, you know, Ozymandias was like the strongest man alive. Uh, but I think if Rorschach uh, could probably pick him up and throw him over a roof. <laughs> uh, Sonic News Views, Reviews, and Toods. I've got some hot news here from Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, wait. So who, who do you think won that pizza segment, Russ? I got to say, I'm, I get the feeling that uh, I like Domino's probably the best because I want to go steal it and then hold their country hostage. Yes. Also... The other two stories were bad in that it was Pizza Hut's closing a bunch of restaurants and uh, Papa John's is trying desperately to... We didn't even finish what what Shaq was talking about that video. He revealed something called the Papadilla. It looks like a quesadilla, but like pizza. Uh, that was what he revealed in the video. It was him oh, whispering. Oh yeah, the Papadilla, yes. Uh, he spelled it wrong. He said like Papa D-I-A, but I'm pretty sure it should be Papa D-I-L-L-A, like a quesadilla, I'm assuming. But maybe, right, right. maybe it's not. I don't know anymore. Papa John's could be doing anything. Uh, do you think? Like, the, oh, when the when the different board members were like, "Oh, we have you trapped, Shaq, <laughs> for Shaq, for for trying to steal our pizzas." He said, "Oh, you think I'm locked up with you? You're locked up here with me." That's that's the joke I made about him being stuck on the Knott's Berry Farm ride. Damn it, I didn't get it at the time. Listen. Oh, I said it wrong because I said you think you're trapped in here with me, but I said it backwards, <laughs> but I'm trapped on this ride. <laughs> oh, I think we're, well, we're stuck at a uh, state fair, so I think we just have it on the mind. That is true. Uh, I was going to, as soon as I get you out of this thing, Russ, I am going to throw you inside of that spinny room thing where you get stuck <laughs> to the walls and drive yes. away. Uh, anyway, uh, Sonic News Views, Reviews, and Tudes. Uh, Jim Carrey claps back at fans demanding uh, a Sonic redesign. Um, he said, I don't quite know how I feel about the audience being in on the creation of it while it's happening. So we'll have to see what that entails, because sometimes you want to find the collective. You find that the collective consciousness decides it wants something. And then when it gets it, it's like, OK, I just wanted it. I don't care about it. I just jumped on the bandwagon or whatever. Um, which is true. I do think that um, fans are bad most of the time. Right. Uh, and not good, except for us, who they should listen to us and nobody else. Yes. And then yes. paid us. And also pay us. That's the other thing, is that um, fans should get uh, creative input. But by that, I mean that they should get hired and work on stuff and get right. paid money for it. It's almost like fans who are talented and, you know, can do good work, can make good things, a la Sonic Mania? Yes, yes. It's but but not like in a fan art way. But it's like they hire them because they like their fan art and stuff like that, and then they make right. and because they're passionate about this, the property. Instead As opposed of being to lightly dismissive of it, like "Ooh, I hate working on this." Yes. Uh, anyway, man, that Rocco movie was good. Yeah, that Rocco movie was basically about that. Uh, it's good. Um, 
Benny Schwa, on the other hand, the live action voice of Sonic, says, uh, I can say that I'm very excited about the new design. I haven't seen the final thing yet, but I'm very excited. Because of the fans, they're changing it, and I think it's going to be great. The way it seems to be going, I think that people are going to be really excited. It's incredible to me that the fans spoke and people at Paramount, Jeff Fowler, our producers, all listened and said, hey, you know, we can do this. So something special is coming. Uh, so Benny Schwa and Jim Carrey, much like their characters, are, are diametrically opposed here. Joker, Batman, uh, Carrey's trick. Eggman, Sonic. They, they are living out. This is... This is some Jared Little stuff. Egg Did I just accidentally say Jared Little? Oh God, Jared Little and his little and his little red Corvette that he's driving around in. Yeah, <laughs> sending condoms around, Birdie the bird. God, he's sending he's sending a, a instead of a dead rat, he sends a dead human to somebody. <laughs> oh man, you know Jared Leto is very small, like kind of. So he is kind of Stuart Little sized. That's true. He's a very short man. He's a manlet. He's a little bagel boss. Uh, so Benny Schwa says it's good. I've got another thing here. Remember in uh, Blade Runner 2049 when he's like, I wish to become beyond human. Is because he was a little manlet. That's <laughs> true. Become By beyond human, beyond he means above six foot tall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much like me, I've, I have transcended humanity by becoming six foot one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. Um, if I if you catch me early in the morning when my spine is fully straightened out, I'm six foot one. Otherwise, I'm just six foot and I revert back to a normal human. <laughs> but the peak of humanity, six foot is the peak of humanity. Anything beyond that, you're basically uh, an Ozymandias or something. Think about it. Think about it. Um, the Green Lantern Annual brings back a Sonic the Hedgehog type character. So this is uh, this is this is about the closest thing we're going to get to a two. Well, we're still going to do a two, but this is kind of like a two. Um, back in, like, I can't remember how long ago this was. I think it was like the Grant, Grant Morrison and Mark Miller, when they wrote The Flash, uh, they introduced somebody called Crackle of Quiz, a radio wave based species who were very fast indeed. And they looked like basically an electric version of static, of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, like a static electricity version. And they were a, a being made of radio waves somehow. Um, they just kind of look like Sonic. And now in the Green Lantern annual, oh, they were friends with the Flash. And apparently this was like the Flash's like imaginary friend as a kid. It's very weird. I don't understand yes. what was going on. This is why I say Grant Morrison and Mark Miller are doo-doo. Uh, but anyway, Green, a Green Lantern annual number one by Grant Morrison and Giuseppe Comancoli is back. And now it's Zipz, um, who is also looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. It's another one of these wireless, these uh, radio things, and are being hunted by the wireless ones. I don't know what that means. Who are the wireless ones? I don't know. This sounds like um, this sounds like something that would happen in a like it'd be a bad guy for like a like some sort of like little pamphlet you would get in the early two thousands telling you to be careful about using your cell phones because it'll give you a tumor. Right, right, right. Like some sort of like chick tract, but to like tell you not to use your phone <laughs> yeah. too much. Like that weird era of like the Stanley's Canadian superheroes where like Alpha Force? These... No oh no, Alan, have you seen the Canadian superheroes before? Uh no. That are based off of uh uh NHL teams? Oh no. They're good. That sounds bad. Uh also, does anybody watch NHL? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, the Gu the Guardian Project? 
Fuck. Let me see if I it's can not Alpha Flight. Guys. It's not Alpha Flight. It's not Sasquatch nope, nope. and and. Uh... Oh man, these guys were good. The Oiler, the Roughneck Protector of the Great White North, controls wintry weathery patterns and oil manipulation. He's a oil. guy. He's a guy who shoots oil out of a gun, and that's his power. That's very cool. I like uh, that. <laughs> oh my god. I love oil. <laughs> oh no, he's wearing the I love oil T-shirt. <laughs> Uh, the Canadian, the French protector of Quebec, <laughs> controls power absorption and magnification. What does that mean? Yeah. Does he make things I don't bigger? No. The Panther. Uh, this looks like Black Panther, but with just like a blue outfit. The Canadian looks like uh, Iron Man, essentially. Yeah. Uh, the Oiler kind of looks like Juggernaut with an oil gun. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Panther, a fun-loving denizen of the Florida Everglades. <laughs> what? controls the element of shadow and dark matter excuse me um the penguin looks like cyclops but with Iceman's powers a gritty young savior of the steel city of pittsburgh can project ice missiles from his hands and travels on a frozen ice sheet uh the avalanche is a guy that looks like he's wearing magneto's suit but he has dr uh mr freeze's uh helmet on the rocky mountain madman unbridled risk taker controls the elements of ice and rock Wow. Uh, ooh, Blackhawk. He, big-shouldered friend of the Windy City. <laughs> He's big shoulders. The, <laughs> the blue. He controls the element of sound, using it for mind control. Interdimensional teleportation expert. He looks like a dark blue version of Ghost Rider, wearing like, <laughs> Doctor Strange's cape. This sucks, man. You didn't know about these? No, he's, uh, did Stan Lee made these? The Stan Lee, he sat down and he said, I got some superheroes for you. He just took, like, everything he's ever made and then just mashed it all up with some, like, NHL logos. Uh, uh, uh any of your teams based on spiders. Uh, oh. the king. Damn it! <laughs> this is from New Orleans, I guess. They have a hockey uh, team? The regal ambassador of the City of Angels. Oh, no, Los Angeles, I guess. Okay, he has a shield that creates force fields and a sword that causes earthquakes. On the nose there, uh, Stan uh the the la guy has a uh has a fucking earthquake sword uh he kind of looks like thor but with a ponytail i guess and a sword instead of a hammer these suck ass uh the panther don't like one, it the panther one is the worst because that is just black panther's outfit but blue. black panther only had a cape sometimes and that was when he was bad so well you know i guess you're right also the penguin is just cyclops but with Iceman's powers <laughs> this sucks uh this is bad you know what's good though i've got a tood um uh, let me tell you me. let me tell you this name spike 557 uh hyphen spike the hedgehog destructive life form what does he look like spike 557 uh does he have a long like trench coat yes wait did i get it okay long trench coat uh tell me a fur color uh black yes Oh, oh, I'm so With close. what color highlights? Yellow. No. Blue. So close. You are close. Um, so he's a oh, little... Oh, wow. He's a little manlet guy. Uh, he kind of looks like a blue... Like if Shadow instead of Red had blue um, there. Um, note, this is my own universe. None of the games, movies, or comics are canon. <laughs> Fuck. Whoa. This is my own story with my own characters. Please don't use Spike without my permission. I'm not the best storytelling, so please forgive me if this sounds cringy. <laughs> Name, Spike hey, the Hedgehog. I'm sorry if this is bad. Forgive me. 
uh, gender, male, age, 95, physically 22. Uh, same. Uh, voice, deep pitch, <laughs> calm, sometimes scary. Uh, born January 20th, 1922. Uh, wait, so wait, what? this was made in t- 2007, I guess. Um, as a human and May 4th, 1957, when he became a robot. Uh, relatives, he's related to Shadow and Spear the Wolf. So Shadow's still canon. He likes. So I. Oh, he's also four point four feet tall. So he's a man. Nineteen twenty-two. Was he born on like Boardwalk Empire? You'll what is you this? will understand. Okay. Likes okay. smoking. His friends, his family, alcohol, and Soviets. Whoa. <laughs> Same. Uh, Hell dislikes. Yeah. Dislikes. Doctor Eggman. Gerald Robotnik. Idiots. Nazis. SJWs. Feminists. <laughs> feminist wolves. Every type of wolf. He hates them all. So if your OC Whoa. is a wolf, better lock your doors at night. What about the gray wolves? <laughs> I guess he doesn't like those guys. He's a tanky. Oh, God. He's a tanky baby. What about uh, the timber wolves? You don't like them either. Oh man, they've you, already been through a lot. They're disliked by Spike too. Damn. Uh, alignment neutral. Affiliations gun. <laughs> uh, weapons a PPSH from World War II. His secondary is a Tokarev TT thirty three. Hell yeah. Vehicles he has a American WW two PT boat and also an IL two Stormerick. Uh, powers liquidized negative chaos energy. Love interest none. Though him and Emily have hints of it. Species robot hedgehog with well, the soul. Well, that's a half and none. He has, but he's he's kind of talking with a lady right now. Come I mean, on, that, it'd be like that sometimes, Ross. Uh, species robot hedgehog with the soul of a human. Um, personality. <laughs> I mean, same Se- sexuality. Straight. Straight. You know the straight ass robot. Yeah, I mean, he has the soul of a straight human. Um, he is a broken shadow of his former self he is very quiet and doesn't talk much but when he does he sounds grumpy and very depressed this is what he's like around most people most of the time although he has smiled at cream and amy before meaning he's not always angry he can get distracted easily and has visions with people while talking to him he's different in a way on the outside he's brooding solo grumpy soldier with no emotion he would be picking flowers with cream sometimes uh, he hates it when people boast about themselves since he feels threatened by this. Um, weaknesses, fight, having to fight more than one person. He's slow and he doesn't have quick reflexes. Uh, being a robot, he can run out of power. His body is the weakest point of his body. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> electricity will not harm him. It will just power him up. Removing his personal guide, Mary, will weaken him. Water does not affect him since his plastic fur absorbs it. He has a lot of powers and abilities. Uh, the make up for his weaknesses. He has chaos powers. Uh, techniques. Uh, he would rather study and rebuild robots that Eggman sends. Um, okay, history. Here's the background, Russ. You wanted to okay. know. In 1922, a boy named Stephen Hayworth was born, born in Russia with a Russian father and Canadian mother just before World War II. Wait, 1922 is not just before World War II. <laughs> um, as he grew I up, mean, in the grand scope of history, you know, it's only a couple... I mean, to, 10, some, to somebody that was a millennial like us, they would say it's just before World War II. As he grew up, he was always interested in World War I and asked his dad about his time as a general. Uh, he grew up as anyone else would. Then when 1939 rolled around and World War II started, uh, news was spreading and people thought Russia would be invaded. Because of this, Steve's dad joined, pushed him to join the Soviet Red Army. He did, and when 1942 rolled around, he was 20 years old. Uh, not much is known about his time in Stalingrad, although he did fight in it and kill people. When the war ended, Stephen dropped out of the army to work in astronomy, and he was as he was interested in that. 
He heard about the first space colony ever made and decided to look into it. Roughly 36, he signed up for a job on Space Colony Arc since he was good at chemistry and physics. Uh, when he signed up, he would work for a month and then go back to his family for a month as he was getting paid a lot. He was greeted by Professor Gerald Robotnik and they became good friends. Steve... Steve. Oh, Steve is the name of the guy before he became... Uh, Steve had an With idea... The very at, Russian name? The very Russian name of Steve Hayworth. Uh, he wanted to create... Well, his, his mom's Canadian. But I guess he. I guess his dad took his wife's last name. Uh, so she came to so, like the she newly came formed to, Soviet Union. She was a hardcore leftist. Yeah, 1920, 1922, that would be the newly formed Soviet Union. And she came over there and... Much she like, probably was supporting like, them in Canada and was forced out and she had to go there. Yes, and much like Gendo Akari, the husband took his wife's last name because he's a wife guy. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. One day Steve had an idea. Steve wanted to create the ultimate life form. Gerald loved it. And so they did. Uh, they named the robot Spear the Wolf since his design was based on the people from Mobius. How do they know about that? Uh, they gave it powers via Chaos Drive. It's like uh, time is cyclical. Like Steve wanted to know why he needed that, but Gerald wouldn't tell him. When Steve was sleeping, Gerald put him on an operating table and dissected him. He attached this chip to Steve's brain and stitched him back up. Later on, the government found out they were going what they were doing, and gun were sent up to shut it down and kill the scientists. Gerald knew they were coming and hid Spear and his granddaughter Maria in a safe Maria. location. He hid himself as well. They boarded and killed all the scientists, including Steve. They never found Gerald. Gerald found Steve and took the chip out of his head again, then copied the data to a normal robot chip. Steve knew he could save Steve with this. Gerald knew he could save Steve with the chip. He built another robot based on the Mobian design and named it Spike the Hedgehog. And then he put this fucking chip in there. I don't know where the Mobians came from. I thought this was a normal universe, but now... I think it's okay. What they're implying is that time is cyclical. Sonic the Hedgehog is forever recreated and that the Genesis games were the Mobian cycle and then followed by the, I am working too hard to justify this. Um, Here's a fun fact from the end of this. There's a, there's like five or six more paragraphs. We know that Steven Spike was born into WW2, but where? Well, his mother was a Canadian and his father was Russian, though he lived in Russia at the time of World War II, so that explains why he hates Nazis. Because he's a massive Soviet with a Canadian accent. Okay? I mean, like, that's you don't really need any other reasons to hate Nazis, but okay. Um, here's the first comment here from Fleur the Game Mixel. A lava ball crashes near Spike, holding some kind of energy. Spike investigates. What the hell? Hmm. I guess I'd best check this out. Save guns some work. Walking up to it, he runs his hand over it, not even feeling the heat covering it. Hmm, right, I'll take a look and then call for backup. Suddenly it explodes, just like a bomb rock from Pikmin. Uh, my jokes are terrible. And then Spike says, I know, right? So that's it. Okay. He touches a big explodey rock that's like a thing from Pikmin. Um, sure. Jared, oh, here's our least favorite guy. Surely, uh, Jared the Fox has made a comment pretending to be a character named Shirley, another log to the fireplace. Oh. Uh, and then it's weird it, that he hates Nazis, but also hates SJWs. 
Well, they're they're like feminazis. Oh, okay, I gotcha. He understands. Um, so Spike is like, is it. this a good thing or a bad thing? I'm working on this really long backstory and I don't understand it. Oh, wait, I just checked your profile and found out you like role-playing. I get it. Sorry, I didn't understand it first. Uh, Jared <laughs> the Fox 92 said, indeed, it's her job to arrest and send hedgehogs and echidnas to their death. So Jared the Fox 92, the famous Nazi that... Uh, Oh, here we go. Was banned for eternity. Uh, and guns. Uh, so wait, why do you want to kill Spike? Is it just Hedgehog or Echidna she wants to kill? And gun soldiers, Egg Army soldiers, because she is a fanatic in a political party who likely places likes to place the blame on her army's past defeat on rodents. Oh, so Hillary Clinton XD, Spike says. Uh, Jared the Fox, exactly XD. Oh my god, no, wait, if there's one person that can kill Spike, it's it's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Uh, Did she killed Spike and Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> oh no. Do you think... We gotta check the flight logs, Russ. I'm worried that oh Spike god. 557 might have been box. on the... Oh my god. This The Clinton crime family has no limits to their depravity. I... <laughs> Jared the Fox has become such a character on this show. We've got we've got to get him on the show if he wasn't like a Nazi <laughs> monster man. Jared, where are you? Jared, show yourself, coward. Jared's like in like uh, the Florida State Congress right now. I I have to imagine, right? Jared is Baron Trump. <laughs> Jared is probably like the founder of the Proud Boys or something. Oh, uh, Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis. <laughs> Gavin the Hedgehog. Gavin. No, that's too obvious. Jared the Hedgehog. Oh, no, man. No, that's too obvious. Jared I'm, the I'm, Fox. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... He was looking around. He saw his poster of Jared Fogle on the wall. Uh, hmm. When did Gavin McInnes get his first seed money for Vice? 1992. Hmm. Makes sense. Hmm. Makes sense. Oh, boy. <laughs> Follow the money. <laughs> Follow the money. And God. then how does Andrew W.K. fit into this, huh? Spike 557, Andrew W.K. 557, huh? Wow. 557. Interesting, interesting. Jeffrey Epstein. Follow, follow the receipts, people. Jared the Fox got exiled to to uh, <laughs> to, to Jeffrey Epstein's island. Sarkovia. Sarkovia. Is that an X-Men thing, or is that's, that... <laughs> that's like a made-up thing for... I that might be That might be a thing that just got made in the movies... I don't know if it's. I don't know if that was a thing in the comics. I think it is just a thing from the uh, movies. I uh, what is? <laughs> I got the island of Elba mixed up with Sarkovia, which just shows you my brain. Where First did... of all, it's it's Sokovia. Sokovia. And also, it's not a real. It's not a place from the comic books, which means it's not real. It's uh, not real. It's not real. Um. Also, did you Unless see that you stupid dig thing? on multiverses? I, did you see that stupid thing that they're still making news articles about uh, Avengers Endgame? That they said uh, Thanos ha- Thanos had to cheat and call down that orbital strike on Scarlet Witch because he would have lost otherwise. It's like okay, yeah, I get it. Yas Queen, Yas Queen. Also, we we love Scarlet Witch and Vision. We love them. We, they've got their own show now. Those two characters that we all love so much because they've shown up in the movie so much. And have done more than just like two things. We love them. Vision. Vision. I hope he makes those like stupid robot family like he did in the comics. Oh yeah, that that ruled. That was just a ripoff of Red Tornado, by the way. Fuck. <laughs> it. 
I didn't realize that. I think it, I don't know if it's a, I don't know which one came first, but I'm going to assume they ripped off Red Tornado from the DC comics. Uh, So fuck you. Uh, Where's Amazo at? Uh, You got any fan questions, Russ? We got two fan questions. We'll go through them real quick. Uh, Friend of the show, Galaxy Tom on Twitter asks, does Sonic even like pizza? I mean, we've made a whole podcast about it. Yes. I don't know how many times we've had to answer this. Sonic Uh, loves, Sonic loves this food. People are almost confused and upset by the premise of our show, which is just natural and makes perfect sense. And yes. It's good. Yes. Um, I, Robert Krolwich has been this entire time recording a podcast about how he's confused by our podcast. Yeah. And it's almost like they, I don't know. Is it like a personal attack against us? Like probably you, you two could make a podcast about literally anything and you still are making it about this. Well, you could have changed it at any point. And I say, yeah, this is what we do. This is our show. This is the thing. What <sighs> What else do you want? For, what am I going to talk about for an hour? Fucking, uh, uh, <laughs> fucking Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read a panel of Watchmen and talk about it for 15 minutes? What the fuck we are. It's the Watchmen minute. It's the Watchmen minute. Oh, tick tock. the Watchmen minute. Oh, blind boy. watchmaker. I'm the watch guy. Whoa. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. God, hey, for enemy he- of the show, Galaxy Tom. Go to hell, Robert Krolwich. I'm telling fuck you to Robert Krolwich because he has been <laughs> just very confused by all of this. And, uh, what, what, what is what, what, what's with what, what's with these? Uh, what do you put? Why does he sound like Jay Leno butts? now? <laughs> what, what is the deal with the what, what's yeah. the deal with these hot dogs in the hot dog buns? Chad, you seen this? You hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> hey did you hear about this uh river full of horses that froze instantly in world war ii hey <laughs> that's right robert <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh man kevin eubanks jad eubanks <laughs> jad eubanks and oh jay Kroll witch god uh, i fucking hate them anyway uh what would sonic order from a from a arby's that is a very good question uh hmm. well first things first Sonic loves the horsey sauce. Oh, he loves that horsey sauce. He wants to get in the bottle. Because horses are fast, and he's fast. Oh, he loves the horsey sauce. Um, so, that's a good question. Um, I feel like you would think it would be the pizza slider, but the pizza slider is doo-doo. He probably yeah. got that just like me, and then was also very mad about it. I think he goes with the beef and cheddar, and then puts some of that horsey sauce in there. Uh, yeah, I think, but, uh, maybe some potato cakes, too. Ooh, those potato cakes are good. You know, the roast beef sliders are also pretty good. They put a little Swiss cheese on there. Mm. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I think he probably fucks with the smokehouse every now and then, too. Oh, if he if he's feeling fancy or if he's feeling depressed. The smokehouse I can't brisket. relate. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I You know, people used people shit on Arby's a lot. But I don't know when it happened, but sometime in like the last five years, Arby's got really good. And now it's just very good. Now it's hot. It's People hot. are into it. People love the meat. And it's not just because of the paper craft Twitter posts. They made the carrot made out of meat. It's good. It's really a shame that they blocked you on Twitter. <laughs> it's too bad I can't eat there because they blocked me on Twitter. They won't let you in the restaurant. What did you Which do? Is... Did you like threaten to kill the the, the hat? <laughs> I threatened to kill the hat. I, I told the hat, this is not good mood food. <laughs> I only want bad mood food. And then Burger I, King oh. and then Burger King made the depression meals and they were happy. <laughs> yeah. Bad mood food. Uh, why didn't they call it bad mood food? Uh, man. 
I don't know. I really like Arby's. I think they're, uh, if you want some recommendations for me, whenever they bring back the, every, I feel like they do this like every summer or something or every few months, but the, uh, whenever they have like a Hawaiian, a King's Hawaiian, uh, bun sandwich, 90% of the time, that's good. You should get the fish sandwich that has the King's Hawaiian bread. That's good. <laughs> the, the, the gyros, those are fantastic. Don't fuck with the roast beef one. Cause it's a waste. Just get that, uh, the Greek one that comes with the lamb in it. Delectable. Delectable? Yeah, and he, they usually, I don't know if they still got it, but for a while they were two euros for six bucks. It's a good deal. That's my that's my uh, Arby's recommendation of the week. Russ, what's your usual Arby's loadout? Uh, I think the last time I went there, they had a two for six beef and cheddar deal. Those are good. I, us- I usually do that, and then I'll fuck with some mozzarella cheese sticks. That little dollar menu where they have all the sliders and stuff like potato cakes and cheese sticks and jalapeno poppers, that shit's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I used to go hard on those poppers. I now, used if you want to go really hard and just get like a something that's going to fill you up and make you feel sick, get a Jamocha shake. Ooh, those are good. Uh, the Jamocha shake. Oh, God, I, I've been craving a milkshake. They also have uh, an orange creamsicle shake. And I'm like, oh, mm, I, wanna, I don't know how I feel I about have, that. It's a lot. Don't get me wrong. You are going to, when you drink The Jamocha one, shake throws me back to a time when I first bought Burnout Paradise for the Xbox 360. And my dad drove me to the GameStop to pick it up. And on the way home, we stopped at Arby's and I had a beef and cheddar and some fries and a big Jamocha shake. And I that was just a nice memory for me. And you were like, nothing will be better. Nothing will be better. I, I am in Paradise City. <laughs> this uh, is i live in paradise city now and things will never be bad oh no i'm wrecking my car <laughs> oh no i'm in burnout it's okay oh it just my whole life zooms across my eyes as the camera pans back and like does a cool shot i, I like the idea exploding. of somebody playing a burnout game and being like ah everybody's wrecking into me <laughs> oh man bring back split second also hell yeah you remember split second I do remember Split Second. That was a good game. Bring it back. All right. Uh, I guess we're wrapping up for the week. Unless you got any more questions or else? Nope, that's it. All right. Uh, so uh, plugs for the week. Uh, support the Patreon. Uh, go vote on the uh, the poll for the uh, the gimmick for uh, a match in episode two of uh, Shootcast Jabroni Delivery. Um, yeah. I've got a... We should have the RSS feed up for that soon. I've moved everything to SoundCloud and I'm trying to get it up on iTunes. So we'll probably tweet that out soon. Uh, check it out if you like wrestling or uh, actual play podcasts. It's good. Uh, it's also canon now. So if you want to understand our jokes, you must listen to it now, I guess. Because we mentioned Beesbo earlier. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. you'll be like, what? what is that? What? What is that? Robert Krolwich is asking that right now. Hey, hey, what's the deal with this? Uh, hey, Jen, what's, what's up, Doc? Yeah, uh, can you... Hey, Carney, uh, Carney guy, can you tell us if we won the thing? Eh, you won. I don't care that much. Mark Marin got bored and walked away, because uh, he didn't I have mean, a guest. Y- y'all went an hour and a half. You outpaced everybody time-wise. So I guess you technically won. Uh, Robert Krolwich didn't know how to turn on his mic. Uh, <laughs> Ira Glass, he's, he's Ira Glass got... One. Ira Glass had a, a, a meeting to get to, uh, and, uh, Mark... Didn't have anybody to, to <laughs> Was ask. Was it because of his weird dog thing? Yeah, weird dog thing. <laughs> Did you ever hear about Ira Glass's dog and how it was, like, destroying his life? 
and everybody was telling what? him like your dog is gonna kill you and he's like no no my dog loves me is this guy fucking les nesman from wkrp in cincinnati <laughs> maybe is, does it is that a joke that people get les nesman uh he's the guy who voiced the character in uh day of the tentacle so oh yeah you're right he is so that's literally all i know about that show. my recommendation is to go watch wkrp in cincinnati baby Yes, uh, I'll agree with that. Nick at night. Yeah. Baby, if you ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WKRP. Um, I know the <laughs> I know the words to the theme song of that. Somebody, so. somebody uh, freaking make a mashup track of that. And the uh, who made the bullet? Was it we are Astro Man song for Drew Carey, Cleveland Rocks? Ooh, I don't know. I never watched that show because Mimi scared Whoa. me. <laughs> For a while, I thought Mimi was Drew Carey in drag, and I was very confused by the show. Uh, I thought was that the was the presence thing. of the United States of America. Oh, oh no, Alan sing Trump again. Oh no, the Trump made a song. <laughs> Trump? No, no, no. Trump did not make a song called Trump. I mean, Lump. Alan, <laughs> he's drawing me he's in drunk. your freaking. <laughs> he's drunk. Uh, he's in my head. <laughs> millions of birders birders for me oh man we should do a presidency united states of america <laughs> trump cover band <laughs> <laughs> oh that sucks so bad those are the only two songs that anybody knows from them is lump and peaches oh well, man and cleveland rocks from the drew carey oh show. and true in cleveland rocks i forgot yes and then it would be like Cle- cleveland stinks it's it's bad. It's a shithole. It's bad. It's a shithole. Why do I talk like this? I sound like Gore Vidal. <laughs> oh we boy. Work. We need to. Can we hire like a? Can we hire Alec Baldwin to do an impression on our show? Yeah, he's he's the master. I don't know if you've noticed, but whenever he does that impression, there's something really subtle he does with his lips. <laughs> there's something that you would never understand. He just, it's it's it's, it's it. yeah. It's it's he's really done some intense character study. All right, let's end this fucking thing. I gotta go cook dinner. Okay. Uh, live and learn, everybody. Live and learn. <laughs>